0: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand.
1: Now, we are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs>
0: this is the Rod Peterson Show.
1: It is. It is. And it's a Flame Tech football Friday. And welcome to the RP Show, everybody. I'm just logging into YouTube now so I can converse with the viewers. It's hour two of the program today. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show. And here's what you missed. Our NFL insider was with us, Tori Gurley, Argos alum, NFL uh, grad as well, Packer and Brown. He predicted Tampa Bay would win by he didn't say by how much. He said that Tampa Bay will win the Super Bowl on Sunday. And we got into Argos things. And all of a sudden, Lynch, our comment section's just overflowing with Argos. A lot fans. of
2: fans there. I believe there is a lot of fans. So you know what Tillman tells us? A so lot of I. fans. They've had lousy teams. It's been hard to get the stadium. It still is hard to get the stadium, but if they get people like, like Charleston Hughes. And uh, uh, our buckle at the quarterback, and Rodgers. So, some excitement. Rodgers is a great receiver. Why Calgary let him go to Toronto is beyond me, but I guess there's something going on there. We don't
1: know what it is. Well, I just look, I could go on. Ivan Diablo writes in, he says, I was a Leafs fan since I was a wee child, but now all management really cares about is profit. Learn from Harold Ballard. See, so I just one of many Leafs fans that have chimed, or uh, Argos fans that has chimed in. But listen, we can't. I can't let the inmates run the asylum. <laughs> well, we have a viewer takeover segment, and it's the last couple of segments of the show. Here is what we call the warm up and the quick six show topics. And now we went deep into these an hour ago. I'm just going to recap them right now, please, Director Jordan, if you can, with the quick six. And while we're at it, I'm just calling up uh, a point that I'm going to get to. Number one, it is Super Bowl 55 week. This is the final Friday before the Super Bowl will be handed out on Sunday. This is not a shock. I've made a prediction that Tampa Bay will win by seven. I'm saying seven. Lynch, what's yours? Tampa Bay Buccaneers by 12. And Tom Brady will be the player of the game. A stomping, huh? Yep. A
2: stomping. And just- one big reason will be the missing free lineman for... Uh, Uh, Kansas City. Yeah.
1: Okay, gotcha. Uh, Point two, leftovers from Thursday night. Brought to you by Tupperware. My five NHL leftovers. Number one, the Leafs lost last night, 3-2 to the worst team in the NHL. Or the the Habs lost last night, 3-2 to the worst team in the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens. I'm saying it had to be the jerseys. (laughs) <laughs> Did you see the highlights? Beautiful blue base yeah. with red and white trim. You can't go wrong with red, white, and blue uniforms. For sure. But yeah. last night, the Habs lost to the worst team in the NHL. Shepard would be very upset. Tom Shepard would be very upset. He is the owner, former owner of the Rough Riders, and his team lost. Number two of my leftovers, Tim Stutzla should have gone number one overall in the NHL draft. He went number three to Ottawa. Right now, he's outshining Alexi Lafreniere. In the Big Apple. Last night, Stutzla figured in on all of the Senators' goals. Point three, the Vancouver Canucks looked listless in a 7-2 loss at Toronto. I never really knew what listless meant. I've broadcast hockey games for 30-plus years, used the term hundreds if not thousands of times, never really knew what it meant. No energy. I googled it. Lack of energy and enthusiasm. And actually, there was a picture of the Vancouver Canucks beside it. Point four, come on, Flames! I had you number one in the Scotia North Division, and they still got time to figure it out. But they're languishing below 500. They lost in Winnipeg, dropped two or three, and last night they didn't have it together. Oiler fan or a flame fan, you've got to be frustrated to death, eh, amen? It's tough. Good team, a lot of talent there, but they just can't do it for some reason. It must be the air there, eh? <laughs> Lynch is taking the Edmonton Oilers to win the Scotia North Division. I'm not moving off the Calgary Flames, but you guys got to get it together. Your coach called you soft last night. Uh, Moving on. Oh, well, point five of my leftovers is wear your mask, wash your hands. And if we all have to double mask, triple mask, I don't like it, but we're going to have to do it. Because I heard from health people yesterday that this could go on for another year. And the only reason is people aren't following health and safety regulations. I'm not anti-sport. I'm not anti-business. I'm pro-sport and pro-business, but I'm also pro Rules. So that's all that I'm saying. Wear a mask, wash your hands. Point three, a day late, but the NHL.com came out with their Power 16 rankings. And I don't like that they only do the top 16. That's the playoff teams. I think you should rate all 31. But, anyways, they came up with their top 16. Of those, I've cherry picked the top five for you. This is according to NHL.com the best teams in the NHL. Number one, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Number two, the Montreal Canadiens. Number three, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Number four, the Washington Capitals. And number five, the Dallas Stars, the team for which my dad worked for 26 years. 2.4, here's the RP Show, bottom five. Because the NHL won't tell you, we will. (laughs) The worst team in the NHL is the Ottawa Senators. Surprise, surprise. Aren't you surprised? (laughs) They are who we thought they were. That's right. The second worst team in the NHL, smells like fish, San Jose Sharks. That's a surprise. Definitely a surprise. Point three is the preferred team of our proud sponsor, Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, the Detroit Red Wings. They're the third worst team in the NHL. Fourth worst, the New York Islanders. Surprise. That is a major surprise. They got to get it together, too. Yep. And the fifth worst team is coached by another Sasky boy, the Los Angeles Kings coached by Melville's Todd McClellan. So that's just of this week, and that's it. Point five, we move on to CFL Free Agency. Did the Saskatchewan Rough Riders make a mistake in letting Charleston Hughes go and allowing him to sign with the Toronto Argonauts? I bring that up because I was asked that this morning on TSN 1290 in Winnipeg, and I got to say, yeah, I think they did. This is the best defensive lineman in the Canadian Football League. The numbers show it. You pay based on numbers. And he's I, got him. I don't know how you get
2: rid of him. I'd like to sit here with Jeremy O'Day and have him tell me why. You don't get rid of a talent like that. Stars like that, good guys like that, liked in town. Uh, players in the team love him. There's got to be something going on there, O'Day. Uh, I don't see it.
1: I'll get to your comments, everybody, but they're personally asking me questions, and I can't. We're rolling here with the quick six show topics here in the warm-up. And that's our take. We thought a mistake was made by allowing Charleston Hughes to watch. Moving on to point six, and that is the Western Hockey League's return to play. The news came out Wednesday night via Twitter. Sportsnet's Jeff Merrick saying there will be a bubble in Regina, the Queen City, right here, the sweatpants capital, with all East Division teams playing out of here. What we've pieced together over the last little while is that, yeah, they're talking about it. They'd like to do it. But nothing's been finalized. And my plea to the governments is that don't go too hard on the hockey people that they couldn't keep it a secret because they're so damn excited. And they've been following your rules and been sitting on their hands for 10 months. So they're going to follow this to the letter. Hashtag let them play and bring the dub to the Queen City and let's drop the puck. Does that make sense, Lynch? Yeah, sure does. Common sense. It makes extremely good comments that because of the six extra sheets
2: from the co-op center that are just walk away from the main uh, rider, uh, from the main rink there, um, natural. It's just a natural, for, and it would just be great.
1: Uh, I am going to open up the text line a little late, early. Holy smokes. People are punchy. They want to talk today, and I'm good with that. Bob in Grand Prairie, Alberta, writing on the Prairie Mobile text line at 840 8777 Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTel Mobility dealer, soon to be opening another location in central Alberta. He says, climb aboard the double E, ride to the Grey Cup 2021. These Edmonton fans are excited, Lynch. Yeah, they are. And they should be. Yep. They got the coach they wanted. They got the quarterback they wanted. They re-signed Jelly. The Jelly Man. Metal Shingle Guy writes in. He says, hour two, listen live is off the air. Got that, guys? We got no live audio right now. For some reason, the viewers always come to me. Uh, No, they're telling me it's a you problem, Metal Shingle guy. It's a you problem. That's what they're telling me.
0: And
1: (laughs) this, our next guest, we have a few minutes before we bring him on, but it's Johnny Avello, sports odds maker in Vegas. And Cleaver is writing us from Swift Current. And he writes and says, do they give odds on what the first penalty will be? That's a good question. I've seen odds on, will the Halftime Act the weekend mention Canada because they're Canadian? Do you think they'll mention Canada in the Halftime Act, Lynch? You could put a bet on that if you wanted to. No. I don't think they will either. No chance. I don't think they will. Will they make some sort of political statement, some societal statement at halftime? No. Don't think so. Probably not. Canada, we're not as much that way. No. But... here in the, uh, in the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, come in and warm up at the Four Seasons, your home for the NFL. We had viewers asking me to ask Lynch, the Don Cherry of football. Happy birthday, Grapes, today, by the way. Happy 87th. If the CFL will play this year. They're not asking me, they're asking you. I'm hoping and praying they will. That's not an answer.
2: I think they will, but I think it'll be uh, a 10-game schedule starting on Labor Day.
1: Really? Yep. With or without fans? With or without fans, yep. No, no. With or without fans? Without. It's the only way.
2: It's the only way. They're going about things right now like we're going to play. Everybody's signing players, coaches are signing, lots of news. So I think they've got something in the back of their mind. I sure hope they have because people believe they're going to be. Most people I talk to think they're going to be playing now. And there's a lot of them expect to go to the Montreal Alouette <laughs> game here on July the 10th or on uh, June the
1: 10th. Whatever it hope is. up on the season. Yeah, what I keep hearing is that June and July are off the table. And what I'm hearing more of is they are making plans to play without fans in the Canadian football league. It really is their only option. And they're going to give it a go. They are going to play. From our viewers, John in Edmonton says the weekend is a guy, not a group. Rod, John, you can't even spell weekend. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Uh, Steven Jacobson's watching in America, in North Dakota, one of the 19 states that we don't air in. Can you get on that, Steven? He says wardrobe malfunctions. Were you watching that Super Bowl when Janet Jackson's top flipped off? Oh, yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Why did they make that such a big deal? Why did they think that was such a big deal? People do that. The media do that, but
2: networks don't have to do something like that. And you just play it and play it back again, talk about it. It's just
1: a small incident, eh? I don't know why they do that. It was an accident. It was an accident, yep. Glenn Erickson's watching in Medicine Hat, Alberta. And he says, so much talk about Brady and Mahomes. Understandable, but has anybody been paying attention to how nasty the Tampa Bay defense has been this postseason? Yeah, I mean, we've got, been talking about it all week. They've got um, two rookies playing the their safety positions.
2: So it's good, it's, yeah. That's right. So if we give that quarterback any protection he likes, and he does have the blocking with these newcomers going into this game, he can pick up that secondary part of uh, Tampa Bay, no doubt about that. But I think he's going to be rushed every game, every play. He's going to have a lot of rush on him. That's tough, boy. Two guards on the the tackle, the left tackle. Eric Fisher, who's a pro bowler, a great football player, gone. That's got to hurt you. (sighs) Ah,
1: I'm sticking with Tampa Bay to win by seven. I'm not going to get fancy like people that are saying it's going to go down to the final minute or it's going to go to overtime. I was watching ESPN get up all morning. They're all going with Tampa Bay. And you know why they're saying? Why? Because Tom Brady's playing. That's right. They <laughs>
2: love Tom
1: Brady, boy. The guy End has love the football. Hey?
2: What if he wins? What a great year if he wins. Man, that's unbelievable, boy. What will Bill Belichick think?
1: Well, <laughs> just yesterday here on the program, Gus Ferratt. If you guys missed it, Pro Bowl quarterback, I said to him, who's responsible for the Patriot way, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? You know what Gus Farad said? Neither well, were. Tom's playing in the Super Bowl and Bill's at home. So <laughs> take your pick. Yeah. Well, Bill be back there next year? I don't understand. Belichick will be there until he decides to stop playing again. Yeah. Uh, Jeff in the zone. Right, in. He's watching it on YouTube and he says, "What do you guys think the Raptors are lacking? Do you guys see uh, us beating the big 3 tonight, Harden, Durant, and Kyrie?" No. In Brooklyn? No. He says, "No. Do you know what the Raptors are are missing?" Yeah. Some sure. experience. Yep. Yeah. That's all. I got I had the roster here. DuPont, here it is. Look. Yeah. I, don't know. I I said you need a you need a roster to follow the Raptors because we have no idea who these guys are. Yeah. And here it is like Yes, we know who O.G. Ananobi is. I would say we know who he is, right? Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, obviously. But how about these guys? Well, the first-round pick, Malachi Flynn. He's a rookie. He's a stud, but he's a rookie. Uh, Stanley Johnson? no, He's not even a household name in his own house. Nope. (laughs) That's good. Jalen Harris, Terrence Davis we know-ish. But look, they just need some time. Kawhi Leonard is gone. Marcus Gasol and he's is gone. Back, by the way, he's Serge not- Ibaka is gone. You all are expecting the same Raptors, and they're not the same Raptors. And remember, they started horribly. And Kyle Lowry said we need to play more intense. We need to play a full game. Nick Nurse, the head coach, was saying the same thing. What well, do the Raptors? What do the Raptors? Need? They are not the Brooklyn Nets. I'm so I think tonight the Raptors will get mollywhopped. And thank you for the reminder, by the way. I'll be tuning in from Barclays after we watch Yellowstone. Anyways. I, I'm just surprised that a nurse, a nurse the coach of the uh, Raptors,
2: wouldn't have gotten more experience
1: in the offseason. Because he knows what it takes. Who's he trying to kick? He was trying to hold on to his guys. Yeah. That's what I think he was trying yeah. to do. But we got the best president and GM, Masai Ujiri. They've done it. They've been to the top of the mountain. Everybody expects... <sighs> They're not going to catch lightning in a bottle twice, okay? No. So just sit back and wait for this uh, rebuild because I think we're in a rebuild. Did I just say we regarding the Raptors? I'm starting to feel invested into hashtag WeTheNorth. We got Johnny Avello ready next, okay? You got your questions for our DraftKings expert? Yep. For the Super Bowl. Yep. And what have you. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. You're home for the National Football League. You're watching the RP Show across all 10 provinces and 31 states on the Game Plus Television Network. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.
0: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech is your leader industry leader in combustion services who'd have known that the raptors would get everybody going here <laughs> and that he would know what he's talking about more than most but anyways let's go down to vegas now our good and longtime friend johnny avello joins us sports gaming officer chief at uh, draft kings happy super bowl weekend johnny how are you sir doing well rod thank you very much Hey, I know that you were catching the tail end of the warm up segment there. How did you enjoy the Raptors talk, man? You don't get much of that, I wouldn't think, in the in the Valley.
3: No, we do. I mean, I, I like that team. I really do. I think uh, you, you know they they win a, they win a championship and they lose their main guy and they they still have a quality team and it's early in the season and everybody should just take it easy. they they'll find their stride.
1: See, Canadians are no different than the Americans. It's win now or fire everybody. But, Johnny, they had that big season two years ago. They want it repeated. It's hard to settle for
2: less, isn't it? You know?
3: Yeah, you know, it's hard when you – when you uh, look, you lose a key player, uh, you know, it's hard to replace a player like that. But you do it, what you have and don't make some moves along the way. You try to make strategic moves. You don't make dumb moves, and that's You're what sure, I think sure? they are hey, doing. Johnny, and-
2: got to ask you a big question. I'm a believer here because we've had a couple of incidents here. You don't get rid of your stars, do you? You don't trade your stars and let them leave, do you? You keep them somehow,
3: don't you? Yeah you try uh you know sometimes it's out of your hands because the stars want to go somewhere else and they won't play for you and you have to let them go but for the most part no you don't do it if they're not if they want to continue to stay with the franchise
1: for sure johnny i know we're gonna get to super bowl and prop bets and point spreads and all the rest but let me ask you this wasn't that long ago that vegas was they didn't have one pro sports team right now you got nhl and nfl There were those that thought the NBA would be the first pro team in Sin City. Will will that
3: happen, do you think? Well, when you you go back about 10, 12 years ago, our mayor at the time was trying to get an NBA team here. Wasn't shooting for a hockey team. Wasn't shooting for a pro football team. And so those two came along first. I think you'll see it. I'll tell you why – You know why a lot of people were against it they were they were saying well vegas has got so much to offer they have shows and nightlife and all these other amenities uh why would people go to a game well obviously the knights proved that wrong and the raiders will also when we open up next year and uh and i think
1: nba may also well that's cool real cool okay lynch before what do you got for Johnny? He's going nuts. John, to talk uh, to you, Johnny.
2: Do you, do you see Brent Musburger around there? Is Brent Musburger in, in Vegas?
3: Brent, uh, Musburger,
1: Brent in Vegas? Musburger.
3: Yeah, Brent Musburger, I think, is up in Montana. Uh, he has a home up there, and so, but he is associated with the Vicent Show, and uh, he does still do the show, and he still does the Raiders uh, football on the radio.
1: Uh, If I may, that show, VEASAN, airs just before ours on Game Plus Network every day, Johnny. By the way, two hours, I think, with Gil Alexander on this very same TV channel across 10 provinces and 31 states. VEASAN is Vegas Sports and Information Network, right? Okay.
3: That is correct.
1: Yeah. Okay, Johnny, to the reason we got you on. There was a question that came in from a viewer and says, can you lay odds on what the first penalty will be? What are the zany prop bets and things you got here for the Super Bowl on Sunday?
3: Well, we've got, you know, those what they're called novelty props. You know, first it all starts with the coin toss. and It goes the Gatorade color and it goes, will there be a trick play in uh, Fat Man TD? Will an offensive lineman score a touchdown? Uh, yeah, we got all that crazy stuff up. And uh, some of the customers like to bet it. They bet it small. Uh, the media likes to... Have fun with it and talk about it, but that's not where the real money comes. The real money comes on these other player props, things like uh, Tom Brady over 295 and a half yards, uh, Patrick Mahomes passing over 325 yards. That's where the real money comes in on the prop side.
1: Well, so frenzy uh, Johnny said they got a team of around a hundred right there with uh with your sports book with DraftKings. so how much work goes into setting the yards yardage and uh rushing yards per team or receiving yards for a tight end what, what are the factors johnny
3: well remember the afc nfc games are played on sunday and so we get the super bowl lineup probably before the last game ends and we did We did do that because, uh, you know, Kansas City won convincingly. The game was over with at least, you know, 10 minutes to go. So I think we put it up with about seven or eight minutes to go. So that's the first step. And then on Monday morning, we start working on the props. Now, we have a template, of course, of all the props we've been doing for all these years. So we start with that, and all we have to do is plug in the new teams and new players and then go and calculate research odds. Uh, And then during the course of the next Week and a half, we come up with some new props that we haven't done before, and add to that menu next year. Same template, add again. So that's how the process takes place.
1: Sure, you got the template, but you got different coordinators and you got different players, right? So how does that factor in? Exactly. Into how do you? How do? How do, how do you? Well, yeah. yeah. How do you adjust for that? Yeah.
3: Well, it's a it's the making the odds. We plug the we plug the teams and the players in, but we have to go and make the odds, and that's what takes time. Sure, the template helps us not have to construct all new types of bets, but we still have to calculate the odds on every single one of those new odds.
1: What's the biggest bet that you've held in your time on the Super Bowl? Somebody's come in and put down six figures, seven figures. What's the? Do you remember?
3: well i've taken a lot of million dollar bets through my years but it's funny you ask that rod because yesterday we took a 3.4 million dollar bet on the tampa bay bucks plus three and a half points Ooh. um and it's a it's a great story i got to tell you this guy so the guy he doesn't live in one of the jurisdictions where sports betting is legal so he has to get there he has to he has to get within the boundaries of one of those states so he just happens to fly in his private jet up to that jurisdiction, load his account with the money, make the bet, and then fly out of that state. The whole thing took
1: ten minutes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! So, so is that what you've got? Is Chiefs by three point five? Is that what we're going with today? What's what's Johnny's final that's money? Is? That's your bet no that
3: (laughs) that's what he bet uh that's what he bet but that we've got so much money on this game so far it seems like the chiefs minus three because we bounce back and forth between chiefs minus three and chiefs minus three and a half so when we're at chiefs minus three that's a popular choice as soon as we move the line to Chiefs minus three and a half, Tampa Bay is the popular choice. So we've bounced back and forth between those two lines about four or five times. And there's just a ton of money coming in on both sides.
1: That is unbelievable. How much did home stadium factor in at all here for this game, Johnny?
3: Well, if you go back to that, I talked about the AFC, NFC, um, you know, those matchups a couple Sundays ago. And on Saturday, we started thinking what this line should be on on any of the matchups. There were four teams left. This particular matchup, we came up with about Chiefs one and a half or two. We didn't give Tampa Bay a whole lot of uh, home field advantage because there's not going to be any Tampa Bay fans in the stands. Yeah, there's going to be about 25,000 fans, but there are going to be, you know, uh, healthcare workers and others who the NFL is uh, given free tickets to. Um, but they do have familiarity with the field and they don't have to leave their homes, whereas the Chiefs need to travel. So we gave about a half a point to a point. Now, when the game takes place, it's what have you seen lately? And we saw the Chiefs have a really good finish. We saw Tampa Bay not have such a good finish. So we thought about three or three and a half was the right number. And it is so far that that seems to be holding up.
1: Gotcha. I got some other questions from viewers not necessarily related to Super Bowl. So I'll just ask you this, Johnny. I've never been in Vegas, I don't think, for Super Bowl week, but I've heard it's off the chain, as they say. Uh, so what's it going to be like this weekend? What's it normally like, and what's it going to be like this weekend?
3: What I've normally said about Vegas for the Super Bowl is if you can't make it to Vegas for the Super Bowl, you might consider going to the game itself. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, but this year, uh, you know, the hotel occupancy is 25%. And those big parties are just not going to happen uh, for the first time in many, many years. So uh, Vegas will be back, but we'll have to wait another year if you're planning on coming out for
1: the Super Bowl. There you go, good answer. Uh, and lastly, from Todd, he says, "When do future odds come out for the NFL next year? I need the LA Rams odds to win the Super Bowl. Is that like a oh, Monday type ready. thing? Are they?
3: They're oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got we." We've had those out about a
1: week. Yeah, we, we we like to jump the gun, you know? Oh, come on, Todd. They've been out a week. Where you been? <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you can check it with DraftKings. Frenzy's got one more for you, Charlie, John. do you have the Canadian Football League? Do you have it?
3: Oh, yeah. you have the Canadian Football League? Uh, yeah. we, we surely do the Canadian Football League, yes.
2: What's the odds on the season being this year? Have you heard anything about that? <laughs>
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the affirmative on that. I mean, uh, you know uh, everybody's still planning uh, and, and things are getting better and let's hopefully let's hope that things continue to progress. But uh, yeah, I'm hopeful. Like, you know, I'm not the one making a decision, but I'm very hopeful.
1: All right, no kidding. Johnny, thanks for your time. Enjoy the game, my man, stay safe. We'll do it again soon. Thank you much, guys. The great Johnny Avello. The I, I I I gotta get his title right, Chief Gaming Officer at DraftKings in Vegas. He's been down there thirty five years, an original New York guy, Lynch.
2: Oh yes, I can believe that. <laughs> you oh, can tell hey, by listening to him.
1: That's something, eh? He was at the win for many, many years. Costa Americas watching the program in real time with Costa Marigas. He says, Love this guy. A great chat, very interesting. <laughs> uh, from Caesar. Ha, ha, ha. The big game in Vegas. They aren't allowed to use the name Super Bowl. I don't know anything about that. Uh, I think that's all we got. Frenzy, what's the last word before I let you go and uh, we'll bring in our special guest?
2: Uh, it's been a great show, as they always are for the most part. You know <laughs> Why I, are they not? That's right. I'm disappointed today. You know who I am, but... Uh, Hopefully we're going to get a real good defensive end from somewhere and be right back in the thick of things. Right now, I think we're probably in fighting for third place.
1: All right. Gotcha. All right, Frenzy. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. Take your headphones off. Oh, I will do that. Always forgetting all that. Every week he forgets. <laughs> I'm going to do a sports update here now. The Frenzy walk-off, everybody. Here you go. Sports update. The Toronto Raptors face a stiff test. As they hang on sec, guys, take a face a stiff test as they look for their third win in a row tonight. Toronto's in Brooklyn facing Canadian coach Steve Nash and his Nets. The Raptors are coming off a home and home sweep of the Orlando Magic. It was capped by a franchise record fifty-four point outing by point guard Fred Van Vliet off night for all canadian teams in the nhl five american teams are on the schedule though the marquee matchup features the boston bruins against the host philly flyers the teams are tied for first in the mass mutual division and second overall in the nhl standings frenzy we're still on the air here round two of the pga tours waste management phoenix open today he don't care Canadian Adam Hadwin sat four strokes off the lead after shooting a 4-under-67 in the first round. Americans Matthew Nismith and Mark Hubbard share the lead. Canadians Corey Connors and Nick Taylor are also in the field. Kaylee Humphreys and Lolo Jones of the United States lead at the midway point of the Women's Bobsled World Championship. Humphreys drove to the fastest time in each of the two runs today. What's going on in Europe? The final two runs are Saturday. Humphreys is a former Olympic gold medalist for her home country of Canada. The sports update for the Tab Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store corner of Rochdale and Pasqua and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars. Now, with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. This Flame Tech Football Friday continues after this break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, Facebook and YouTube Live, and listen live for Sudgeful Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.
0: Head to youtube.com slash the Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Made back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob.
1: All right, welcome back, everybody. We've taken care of a lot of business today. We've got through the CFL report. We've got our sports updates. DuPont will come back later on for overtime. We'll get into the poll results, and we've had viewer takeover the whole show. The inmates have kind of been running the asylum today, so I'm pulling back on the reins. And our my good friend Keith Janot here, CEO of Direct West, joining us in the bunker. It's been a while since we've chatted. How are you, Keith? I'm good. His mic died. How come I don't hear him? You got it. They didn't have your mic on, all but right. it's good now. Yeah. Hey, you're loud and proud. All right. Not easy times, Keith, and uh, we've been together, your brand, our brand, for about a year, I think, and um, a few things have happened in that time. Yeah, there's been a little bit, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and for those that don't know that are watching all across the continent, Direct West, do you want to explain what
4: you do? Sure. Uh, Direct West is a marketing services company. It was born out of uh, the, the telco and the Yellow Pages industry. And we've just, of course, transformed our, our business along with everyone else. We look after a lot of small, medium-sized businesses across the province, handling their digital media for them. And uh, this seemed to be a nice fit. You're a modern approach to digital media and how things, uh, you know, how people like to consume. And so we thought this aligned really good with our brand. Um, And so, you know, we're we're spending a lot of time right now talking to businesses that have been affected by this pandemic. And that's that's the point.
1: I mean, we've been hammering home with the help of Direct West supporting local. Yes. uh, Within your if you're not in Saskatchewan, shop local in the province or state that you're in. Right. That's 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 we're trying to connect each other. So what sorts of things are Direct West doing to help? Because you deal with how many like. Thousands of businesses. Yeah,
4: right? I mean, literally, it's thousands. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're talking about folks that we'll actually market or do some form of marketing plan for, it's it's you know it's around eight thousand. So, and that's just in the province of Saskatchewan is where we operate, and and so it's, we've been hearing a lot. And of course, when you deal with that many businesses, you deal with a wide variety of of industries. So you have some, of course, that during the pandemic have been hit very hard. When you talk about things like, especially during the full lockdown, like restaurants and beauty salons and things like that. And then, of course, we've had some other, you know, businesses that have thrived through this that you also work with. You know, uh, we mentioned RV dealers earlier. Uh, if you were selling uh, trampolines this year, you had a great year. Um, yep. And so forth. So, yeah, we've been working with uh, all of those when, the, you know, when this first hit and the lockdown came in, one of our biggest, you know, our largest priority was to protect the health of our employees and our customers. So we took as many staff as we could, moved them home as fast as we could. And we've done a lot more you know adoption of new technologies to operate with our customers using video chat and so forth and and uh... you know and then we did a few other things we altered some of our sales programs to allow a little more flexibility in the terms depending upon how you were being affected by the you know by the economic changes that were going on uh... we had a deferral payment plan we put in place in order again to you know give people a little bit of relief from some of the slowdown they were going in their business um, you know, outside of that, we uh, we tried to do some public good type things. Uh, I'm not sure if, you know, everyone would be aware, but we run a, a very large footprint of digital billboards across the province. And so we made sure we put up all that good safety messaging around wash your hands, distance, etc. cetera, uh, published that around uh, uh, the province. And then we did a really big buy local campaign and, <laughs> and come back in and, you know, buy from the folks here that live here in your community and, you know, put people to work. You know, of these points here, and you just rattle them off off the top of your head. That doesn't
1: surprise (laughs) me that you could do that. But, see, with me, you've known me long enough. The digital media, social media, I've always kind of got. I've been doing it a long time. And nobody I never thought twice about it until the pandemic hit. And then you realize not everybody understands it. Yeah. Right? And one thing I learned, too, is business owners are busy. Running their business, yeah, right. Not tweeting and and Instagramming, and that, so with this curbside delivery and yeah. uh, pickup and yeah. everything, that's been a huge thing that you've been able to help businesses. Yeah, out with. and
4: that's a good that's a good point, Rod. I mean, what we've seen now is an acceleration towards we were where we were going anyway, but now the now the sense of urgency has picked up. So. If you hadn't had e-commerce in the past, you want it now. Uh, You know, and and of course, we spent a big portion of the early days, and we've done this ongoing during the pandemic. When you manage this many customers, you have to tell their customers where they are in their COVID management. Are they open? Are they closed? Are they curbside? Are they delivery? Uh, That sort of thing. And so what we've seen is a big push from a lot of customers to say, I have to find new ways to get my goods to market. And I think to some extent, you know, you think about some of the long term effects on what this means so far as you know, economics go in, in around the province. And, and you think about things like, do I need as much footprint as I used to uh, on, my, on my building? Do I, do I need more staff on delivery now than I do on front end? And, and things like that. So these businesses are going through a tremendous amount of change. And it's all been rushed. The digital evolution has been rushed upon them, yeah. uh, you know, much more because of this pandemic. And change is stressful. And uh,
1: Direct West can help them alleviate that. So Absolutely. he's a hockey guy, by the way. His son's a high-level hockey player. You're on the Hockey vagina Board or SHA Board? SHA. Yeah. It's the Saskatchewan Hockey Association. Yeah. So <clears throat> for our MySAS 411 Business of the Week, we're going to stay in the hockey realm here. It is extreme hockey. Jason Degelman and his family and staff are exactly the kind of local business that we need to support Direct West has helped Extreme with their web strategies in both management of their website and marketing on Google, marketed them on our digital outdoor network. Yep. And of course, we market them on MySask411. They're our
4: business of the week, Extreme Hockey. What would uh, you like people to know about them? I think, you know, you certainly covered a bit of it. When you think about Jason Degelman and his family, what they do in this community it isn't just they sell you, you know, great quality products at a, at a good price that, you, you know, you don't have to go to the box store to get or order it in that brown box with the black smile. I mean, you get to touch it, feel it. They put back in the community. You wouldn't believe that, you know, just like many of the you know, sporting goods stores around the province do, whether it be Al Anderson in Saskatoon or Jean's in Prince Albert you know, these are all companies that give back to the community. They sponsor teams, they sponsor uh, various events. Uh, you know, I chaired the Graham Tour Bantam uh, challenge there for a couple of years. And I mean, the companies like this are the ones giving you the goods you need in order to do prizing for players, etc., all that kind of stuff. So, you know, just good, you know, what you would call backbone of your community type people. And, And not only do they employ great people, but, um, you know, I thought it worth noting this past year that uh, they took on uh, an employee with autism, which I thought was fantastic. I mean, these are the type of people we should support, people who are trying to bring in the fringe you know, people of the economy who are trying to find their way and build yeah. their lives. And I just think that's, that's just wonderful when those things happen.
1: And his kid, Hunter, plays for the Pac-Canadians, too. Right. And when my nephew asked for a football helmet for Christmas, I actually called Jason Deggerman. I'm like, Deggsy, do you got football helmets down there? He's like, you don't just buy a helmet for Christmas, Rod. You need to pump it up with it. Can I interest you in something else? <laughs> so that's the service. Yes. He's not going to snow you. Absolutely. Okay? He's going to do what's best for you. And in the time we have left, because it is a sports show, What's Direct West doing with the teams? Because if you've noticed, none are playing
4: right here. Yeah, so when we looked at all of our sponsorships, but for focusing on sports for this conversation, we thought it was very important to leave our funds in place. So as seasons didn't go ahead and, and as things are getting canceled slowly over time, you know, obviously we just saw the rush announcement yesterday and so forth. Our position has been to leave the funding in place because they still have overhead in many cases, and then defer the value we might be getting out of those sponsorships. And then some of the entities have been a bit creative to still try and deliver it in, in, you know, in other ways uh, right now. But we really didn't want to be part of the problem uh, by removing those uh, funds from these various entities. And I mean, we deal with a wide Group uh, You would mentioned, you know, we, we work with associations that represent kids such as uh, SAS hockey, SAS soccer and so forth. And then we get directly involved with teams or leagues, whether it be SJHL major partner with SJHL. Yeah. We just picked up Junior B this year for this reason. Uh, we thought there's a there's a league that needs help, too. Um, and working with them, work with the local Regina Rams here. We obviously have been involved with the Riders for a long time. Saskatchewan
1: Soccer Association. You got it. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. The Rush, I think I already mentioned yeah. and so forth. So that's been our position in how we're going to try and, again, give back to the community. We live here. This is this is our thing, you know. Um, and so that's a that's just part of being a good citizen. And if I may, just in
1: the two minutes that we have left here, I want to hit home by local again because – I think people are getting used to the pandemic, Keith. We're yeah. ten months into it, and it's these businesses are still hurting. Is as, as a matter of fact, they've just a lot of them just been hanging on until now. Yeah. This is not the time to give up the buy local and go buy Amazon. They need it now more than ever. And the projections I'm hearing are we could be in for another year of this yeah. at least. I don't know, but I just think it's important that support your local business.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, this is. You know, these are the people that make for the good life that we have here in this province, and that's why we're such a big supporter of it. And and I and I might stress that I think people could do even more. Find go, do the little bit of extra work rather than blaming it on convenience <laughs> of the you know being able to bring up your app and order from you know Amazon. Help them make that call. They may not be e-commerce enabled yet. But you know what? They'll get you the goods and they'll figure out how you can pay for it and so forth like that. And, and it pains me. I was uh, with my, one of my sons the other day in traffic and I saw this car with the boxes refilled in the back of the Amazon boxes. And I was just like, this isn't this, this isn't what we're supposed to be doing. And I understand there's some things you can't get local. That's fine. But, uh, you know, let's let's make that extra effort, even if it takes a little more on our part to get this business. That's my
1: point is they were doing it for a while and yep. it seems that
4: they kind of got away yes. from it. So let's
1: stay with Buy Local. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we covered it all. Stay safe. Enjoy Super Bowl, Keith. Yeah,
4: I will do. Thanks for having me again.
1: All right, Keith Janot, the CEO of Direct West. Dupes joins us for overtime next. We've got Jets fans writing in. They say they want Tony D'Angelo. That's so Monday. I was saying that on Monday. We got that and a lot more to get to next. You're watching the RP Show, Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.
0: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. And Moose DuPont's here. Remember him? We
1: haven't seen him for hours. Hi. Are we gonna name that moose Andre? <laughs> we could, that, Andre. Somebody suggested that's that. that's good. I don't mind. Thanks, that. Panks, for the moose, nickname moose. I know we only got a couple. Wow, well, we got some time here in uh, the overtime segment. I'm going through. I'm going through YouTube comments here. I th- Ryan, our technical producer, says we've hit on something. He's like the YouTube comments are where it's at.
5: Yeah. Nothing against Facebook. But I don't know it's a different, it's a different group of people. but are you are you seeing, right? We've just opened a new club, and they're all <laughs> yeah. slowly trick they're getting word. right? They're getting word and they're slowly trickling over. The booze is cheaper over here. The girls are hotter. And all, and all of a sudden you get those messages, I'm trying out Facebook <laughs> today. <laughs> I know. No cover, ever. Anyways, Brandon Sosa says the Jets
1: need to sign Tony D'Angelo. And I'm like, yes. I didn't I say that Monday? You said it this week. Yeah. And it's like there is a huge gargantuan difference between football players and hockey players. Believe me, been around them my whole life. But you got Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette, A B over here. You got hockey players like Tony D'Angelo over here. Do you know what I mean? So it's like if you get a a label on you in hockey, it's tougher to shake, I think, than football. Yeah. But I don't think Tony D'Angelo's done no but once Super Bowl's over maybe that could be our poll question is should the Winnipeg Jets trade for or sign Tony D'Angelo and I'd like to think they could use the help they're seven three and one they 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 don't have big problems but I think what did we say we I know I'll prove that we said it because we said let's put him in a room with Chevy for five minutes yeah and you said throw Paul Maurice in there too no I remember I can tell you who's coming out
5: yeah those guys. Oh, yeah. And, and he'll have been changed. We know there's a ton of interest for Tony D'Angelo. It's been reported that there's a lot of interest out there. He's a great defenseman. He's a good defenseman. But it's just a matter of how much are you willing to deal with. And I think some teams will be willing to deal with it.
1: Greg Clubguard says the Jets will be fine without line A. The drama is gone. But that's evident. But he scored last night and they won. So I hope it works out for both sides. Brent Coolman says thanks for another great week, guys. Thank you, Brent. Craig Smith our director of scouting says little moose and big moose <laughs> all right there. So I understand you have given Ryan something to we got our sh- picks. Your oh, picks. What's our books? Your picks. picks. Okay. Mine well, picks. it's not a shock for mine cuz I've been saying it all week but
5: throw it up guys if you want. Here are the picks of all of just us. I thought you were going to do all our panels. I do, but you've got them all written down. <laughs> I don't I don't have the masks. You need list. them in our post show meeting, but that will go into our social media, but this is ours and uh, we're on the same page. Now you know what our post-show meetings are all about. Yeah, it's talk like this. Yeah, it's chaos. So, oh, we got lots of time left. Am I going to read comments here for the rest? Yeah, whatever we want to do. I mean, we know why you're picking Tampa, right? I mean, Tom. Tom, you can't go against your guy. Wasn't it you that said bet against your team because it's win-win? Didn't you say that? Yeah, and I usually do, but I'm go. (laughs) I'm just. I'm putting it all on the table. um, Probably wear the TB12 shirt. And uh, I'm going with, with Brady and, uh, and the Bucks. Too. I actually have a Bucks shirt, as you know. Yep. And people think that
1: it's, I'll never forget. I was in a mall in Tampa Bay, it's just down from the Crown Plaza. I can't remember the name of it, but I was in the food court and I was wearing a Bucks visor, that Bucks pullover, quarter zip, and <laughs> shorts and uh, athletic shoes, if you will. Guy comes up to me, he's like, hey, coach, go get him on Sunday. I'm like, I'm just going to go with it. Oh, yeah. He thought I was an assistant coach of the Buccaneers. Yeah. I Com- know. Compliment, of course. Of course. But, but I'm like, maybe I need to lay off with the visor and the...
5: Yeah, you don't have you to know. go full. You can pick one piece. Yeah, I know. Look like a member of the pep band. Right. Wayne in Victoria, BC says, I like both Facebook
1: and YouTube, but I'm used to Facebook. It's whatever you're comfortable with, Wayne. We'll stay on both platforms for some time, but at least you're able to... Pivot. Yeah. You know? This is interesting. Chris Bird says it's easier to watch the RP show on TV with YouTube. Didn't you start on YouTube, Chris, and then you came back to
5: Facebook, I thought? And it looks outstanding. It, uh, it's super does it? clear. It looks super crisp. I don't think I look outstanding, but the, sh- the screen probably <laughs> does.
1: Taylor Soli says, hey, Rod, the Riders do something in free agency now that they let Charleston Hughes go. Well, we've been, uh, what should I say? teased, previewed that the Riders are going to have a big announcement on Tuesday. I'm wondering who that might be. Is it, if, if, if they've re-signed Cameron Judge, is it huge news? Who is out there? They're not going to go after Enoch Mwamba. I, I would be shocked if they did. And if they overpaid for anybody, it just proves that they didn't really want Charleston
5: Hughes. Yeah. They're kind of finding money for somebody else. It's not about money. Charleston said that, even on Twitter since it's not about the money it's about who you want and who you don't want they didn't want them. I'm laughing at Rockstar's Darnell Theris he says sure pick on the Red Wings while I'm driving <laughs> have a great weekend oh you were listening were you Roxanne was listening <laughs> and feed fed the information you had over. your time Darnell and it was great time
1: uh, our directors scouting Craig Smith says is it the West Shore Plaza in Tampa that's the one with an unbelievable PF Changs and a tremendous massage area. Cool. DG in Saskatoon writes us Huge thank you to Direct West and Keith specifically. They keep so many of our sports and community programs in Saskatchewan running through their sponsorships. It does not go unnoticed. They're from DG in Saskatoon. So wonderful week. Oh, yeah. Super week. Presented by Original 16 Ultra Lager. An Original 16 to fit your active lifestyle. Superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol. Taste without compromise. Get your bets in with Come On Canada at comeon.com or download the app. And we'll see you Monday with Bola Combo of the BC Lions. The Argos, John Murphy. Also coming up next week, Matthew Martemy and Brent Sopal. It's going to be great. Thanks for joining us on a Flame Tech Football Friday here on Game Plus.
5: Are we brainless? Yes. Yes. For
0: more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.